0: The Earth, that thing you call the Earth, well, we all call it the Earth, on an intergalactic space station of my choosing. That means this is episode number 61 of F.I. PC, and also, also, part two of our lockdown specials, which could run, who knows, unprecedented times, weeks, months, out years, but you never know. I mean, where do things have happened? There's a lot of weird things happening today. I'm pretty sure you're all aware it's Easter, where you are around the world, in different places. Some of you are just about to enjoy your Easter. Some of you have enjoyed it. we got time difference. Yeah, we think of everything here. But as always, I'm your host, Rebel Zen, aka Danny Hell, and with me, drinking tea, very, very carefully, because she's in a zero-gravity kind of situation. Is uh, our producer? What if I must say hello? Hello. Yeah. So it is Easter. Mm-hmm.
1: It is Easter. And happy it's a, Easter.
0: It, it, well, I mean, happy, <laughs> happy if you're with everyone. <laughs> happy if you're with everyone. If Day. you're not, if you're not, I suggest you eat all the chocolate on your own if that's your thing. Uh, unless you're diabetic, because that's problematic. And don't do that. No, don't do that. You'll be in a rage <laughs> if you do that. So it is Easter. Uh, we'll start off with that. Yeah, strange one this week, year, month. What are we on? <laughs> <See? It's laughs> Time messing.
1: works differently up here. <laughs> yeah, it does.
0: Uh, zero gravity messes with your head. Uh, and if you don't believe me, ask someone who's been there. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's not heavy. It's just floaty. So you don't really think of days, months. It's pretty difficult here because we're in space. So obviously we don't see much day or night difference. It's all kind of the same. It's kind of like the worst... Star Trek experience. I'm running out of logs. We only brought a few up. uh, Fire hazard in space. So I don't have many logs. So when they say that captains have lots of logs, I don't. And uh, I'm a captain (laughs) of this ship, but I don't have many logs. Uh, Yeah. (sighs) Easter. So lots of things been happening. Well, a few days ago, before Easter really began, it was Good Friday. We saw live on BBC World how... The Vatican was doing mass. The Pope was doing mass at the Vatican to not a lot of people. Four people, a goat, a yak, and a couple of cardinals. I think it Sounds was just
1: like, his family unit, like the people that yeah, closest him to and him, live him. Live with him. Could be. Who knows?
0: <laughs> but it was a very weird setup. Mm. Very strange. The whole thing looked very sciencey. Candles lighting up the the floor. Yeah. Almost witchcrafty. Dare I was just I say. gonna say yeah. in a
1: different scenario, it's almost like
0: it's very strange
1: a spell's gonna be cast or something yeah
0: it's a bit of voodoo uh but you know i mean after you see sort of uh rock bands using youtube and other sort of platforms and social media world to get some kind of reach out to their fans or do something with their life right now under lockdown it's interesting to see the vatican wasn't it hmm a whole different set of strange that was might be the beginning of uh the global spiritual leader live on youtube for for people who want to watch it vibe very very unusual
1: new though i mean especially in america you got like these um pastors or whatever having their own channels and stuff
0: i think Tagliatelli makes a great channel so when i see pastors on tv that's what i think (laughs) But I mean, you have the evangelical church. It's a different yeah. thing. That's an infomercial trying to get you. There's spiritual channels in America. The whole channel is dedicated to it, mm. like evangelical Christian they have
1: stuff. have shows and stuff. Yeah, you yeah, yeah but that's, this
0: isn't the same. This is somber witchcraft <laughs> at the Vatican in the middle of the night. Very somber. I mean, like the BBC guy was doing commentating throughout it, so you didn't really see or hear mm. much of what was going on. It was diluted to the point where he was just providing you
1: an audio description
0: pretty much a play-by-play really <laughs> of the pope just doing that a lot but his words were it's the most somber day in the uh, catholic calendar good mm-hmm. friday obviously yeah that's why it's good i, I guess no i'm um, g- good for something um it's also the last minute usual crazed dash to get all of your chocolate in order, all your Easter eggs and stuff like that for the kids. It's very different this time around.
1: Different kind of mad dash.
0: Well, it's different because, you know, theoretically there'd be queues coming out. It's a bit like a soft Christmas experience when you're shopping because everyone sort of, dare I say it, locks themselves away for the weekend with their family. Mm. Either that or goes away somewhere else and does the same thing. it's like a long weekend. It is, yeah. Um, The construct here, however... Is that ever since the lockdown, the only thing they've had in mass is Easter eggs. Like the yeah. chocolate ones. Yeah. Not real eggs. They've gone. Don't have any oh, yeah. real eggs. You just have <laughs> Easter eggs. Of real eggs. Real eggs, no. <laughs> Easter eggs, yeah. So what I think the supermarkets are doing is a, it's a special ploy where they've hidden the real eggs around the supermarket and you have to go searching for them. It's an
1: Easter with, egg. <laughs> yeah.
0: With a, it's hunting an egg on Easter. There's your film title. You're welcome. But another thing, just wanted to say this, the thing that I want to point out as we're going through this process, we're going to try and be as light as we can, because obviously when you watch the news or if you read the headlines or if you're on social media looking at headlines or talking to people, it's all negative. Mm. In fact, any side story that isn't to do with the actual coronavirus is negative, Mm -hmm. like murders and house, lots of suicides. Lots of people complaining about the fact they can't get medical attention for their cancer and stuff like this whilst this is going on. It's just, and the the best one is now bodies being buried in the Bronx, New York, which, you know, they're just really doing their best to keep you panicked, terrified, depressed. Almost like, what's the silver lining? I'll tell you silver lining. It was in the mirror online. Killer Hornets. Yeah, that's different. Let's throw that story out there. From East Asia, killer <laughs> hornets coming into the UK. Great. One sting will kill you. So what I'm basically saying is there is a relentless need to keep people at bay. I don't trust that.
1: That hornet news is is not new either.
0: It's a regurgitated story. Yeah, because they've been coming style. in
1: since like 2006 or seven or something.
0: Even before then. I think it's a narrative they always refer back to. Mm in times of crisis. What I want to say is, I hope that someone is listening to this podcast in our group of amazing people that listen to this podcast around the world that can do something or initiate something, maybe political or something, to actually make journalism pay for how they're approaching these topics. I think they're non-accountable for this kind of stuff that, you know, the minute everything resets to normal, these guys are going to get off scot-free and I feel like, we should all sort of say there's been a real absence of actual news coverage right now. Mm. I mean, there isn't much to go on. And the more we watch the news going through this process, being this is now the third week of our UK lockdown, they're running out of stuff. It's almost like, oh, there's a crack in the office. Uh, We're going to just zoom on that crack in the office for 500 hours Uh, and, and yet still talk to you about the dangers of going out and saying hello to people, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's a weird time.
1: There was a thing about mental health um, on the news, and it was really bipolar because they were like, oh yeah, just you know switch off from the news and just you know have a nice day and look out the window, and then you know the next thing on the news channel was download our app so you can get you know instant news notifications.
0: Well, <laughs> just to stop and point out the uh, particular pun of saying that uh, there was a news report of mental health and it was bipolar. <laughs> Anyone who's listening. Just to be a PC, uh, PC, so a politically correct police constable. Uh, to put this out there, it was unintended. You can tell by <laughs> Wynn's reaction she wasn't trying to offend any of you. But let's just focus on, on the things. The whole thing plays off like mental control. Unfortunately, a lot of people listening to the news tend to be elderly. Short-term memory, not so good long-term memory fairly good there's been a lot of rhetoric especially in the uk possibly not in say tunisia which as we all know is near scotland but there's been a lot of rhetoric to say you know this is a lot like world war ii mm. we're all gathering together we're all doing something great the bbc have done all of these tangent depressing short special investigations with such amazing stuff as loads of people who have cancer can get treatment Jakarta is going to flood so they need a new capital in Indonesia so they're going to cut down a rainforest and uh, the thing the latest one which literally was today was talking about migrants comparing them in Calais France to London basically everything's in London at the moment what I just say is the whole thing it just to me it just feels like how depressing can we make everything right now Depress, Mm. depress 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 And like I said, they're running out like Sunday's reports were all about Boris Johnson's. This is now a week ago. Mm. Boris Johnson's recovery or not lack of recovery going to intensive care for the whole weekend. We had the Queen give a speech. And I just want to point this out there. It was amazing. In fact, Trump subquoted it. So good on you, Donald. But the Queen's speech, probably written by the same guy that Trump gets no information from, (laughs) but should, um, was very good. It was very heartfelt. Very warming, you know.
1: But it played for the whole day on repeat.
0: Well, that was the coverage. Some <laughs> yeah, days that was, was, that just was just that. The news it of was Boris's in intensive care, and the Queen keeps talking.
1: Nothing else is happening. She in had, the had world. a long
0: speech, and it was the same speech over and over again. Yeah, That's on, on every special. channel on as every well. Channel. Yeah, mm. but it just it just makes you think they're running out of stuff, to the point where they have BBC. I don't know if anyone's. I always focus on the BBC, mm. Sky News. I can only handle about. 15 minutes of and if you're in america right now i'll tell you why that is it's basically fox enough said right so you all know what i'm talking about by the way disney owns fox now so that's changed the way things are working that's why fascinating to me when i last watched sky news Mm -hmm. she was talking the main anchor woman named eludes me and then bambi came in behind it and there's thumper and no. there's loads of birds <laughs> flying over heads, and then there was a prince at the end of a report very strange <laughs> situation but i you know disney now owns that and national geographic national geographic which used to be fact did this whole thing about you know snow white seven dwarfs as, as a as a documentary about living with seven dwarfs No. in time of lockdown it was uh, very uh, very interesting and the basic moral of the story is don't eat apples.
1: No. But yeah, apples no, in that case, dairy. an <laughs>
0: apple a day makes you sleep for eternity or poison forever. Yeah, yeah, it's a strange. I
1: don't think that's the moral of the story.
0: That's what I saw from it. But National Geographic, they also did this thing about Simba. I don't know if you're all aware of Simba. He's actually a lion within uh, the deserts, plains of Africa, very close to where the Black Panther lives in Wakanda. Early um, neighbors very close very <laughs> close I, d- I don't know if anyone saw the nod to uh, the lion king in black pants in a movie uh very brilliantly named after the milit- militia group in the 1950s onwards america for civil rights movements see how that went under no one talks about that <laughs> no one talks about that when i talk in comic book movies there's a lot of <sighs> hidden gems but uh Yeah, National Geographic, owns by Disney now. It's actually on the Disney Channel, which is great. That's weird. It's not weird. It's good that they're telling you factual stuff like Simba. Anyway, it's interesting. So Simba's dad, Mufasa, it's basically a running parallel to Hamlet, if Hamlet was wrong and completely written differently, and also Black Panther, very close. Okay, only it was cousins in Black Panther, but I think the uncle was Scar in Black Panther too. I'm not sure. Emotionally, anyway, scarred. (laughs) The point is, National Geographic is owned by Disney, which means that it's going to get really cool. And honestly, if they own Fox, they'd get a lot more viewership. And we we all know this from around the world. Fox is the Republican news. Uh, CNN is the liberal news. Libertarian Party don't think they actually have many news channels. I think they're the ones that have the UFO-seeking guys and the Christian pastors talking about Tagliatelli. as I said earlier. Christian pastor, 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 Christian Christian pastor. It's not easy to say that. Christian pastor, unlike conventional Tagliatelli, has been blessed. So if you have a pastor in your neighborhood, it's great. So what I'm going to say is it just makes it interesting. Why wouldn't you do it? If you were Disney and you own pretty much everything cool because you basically you know, bought it all out, LucasArts, Marvel Universe, Pixar, National Geographic, if you have all of this stuff, why wouldn't you do stuff like that? It's, it's such an excellent concept. You know, could have like a normal situation where it's talking about this kid you know, and how he's growing up, dealing with certain issues, whatever, maybe he's gender neutral or something like this. It's whatever the thing is right now. you got a documentary crew. And then you turn around the corner. It's a dead serious documentary about this guy who's gender neutral, you know, he's trying to get awareness out there. We live in those days. And it goes to the corner and you see Woody from Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear in the corner, playing with each other. Wouldn't that be good? No. Like chess in the background. You could do so many things like that. It makes the world a better place. News reports should always, like, especially the weather, Mm. should always have, like, you know, some kind of animated feature. Be more interesting. Wear it in 3D specs. Alternatively, do what I do and open a window. Yeah. Basically, the weather is whatever it is. You know? Mm. It's good. Whatever my phone says, because it's got AccuWeather on it. (laughs) You know? It seems like a redundant job. So, anyway, the whole thing about this situation is... We were watching a BBC. What a tangent I just went on. We're watching BBC World, which you can get in the USA, you can get around the world, usually at airports, but they're all closed down or been made into hospitals or something like this at the moment. But you can actually see these little offshoots they have. One of them is focused on films, like a film review show. Mm. Years ago it was good. In fact, it was good in two wins. Jonathan Ross used to host it and it was very good because he's quite funny and mm. charismatic. But this new guy is like a group of nerds that do it now. <laughs> these are straight from film school. They went the academic route in being a film critic.
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to the creative route because they obviously wanted more money. Obviously, the creative route, unless you work for Disney, is not paying very much these days. So these guys went to the uh, critic avenue and they were saying that they highly expect in a wake of all of this, the next 10 movies, big blockbuster movies are going to be based on this pandemic. And I don't think that's true.
1: Well, people have been watching pandemic movies.
0: That according this to the time, report, but
1: whether or not they're going to make them. According to this
0: report, within what they said, it's been huge on Netflix and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, Basically, yeah. they're all British lads, based in America, and they're saying this stuff. Can I just point out that Netflix in the UK does not have these films on it?
1: Yeah. So it's only Netflix different. in
0: the USA that has these films on it
1: we have some of them
0: we have very few of them but i wouldn't say it's not like the uk the uk yeah the uk market very different and i don't think it's the top thing on everyone's mind right now is to oh let's see what it should look like
1: definitely not mine
0: exactly it it doesn't back up it doesn't back up reality like in the usa it might be happening uh, but not here as much. And I find that to be misleading. But then everything in the press really is misleading. It's like you'll hear one thing that's factually said. And then the more they talk, they've undone that thing, contradicted it. And at this point, and just so you know, I'm still on there, that's when a bird flies in on, and all the anchor people get up and start singing to each other. And then the prince comes in and saves the female anchor women. And then the male anchor men, after going. Find the princess. Yeah. That's, that's basically And then
1: suddenly the whole news channel becomes like a musical?
0: No, it becomes a Disney film because they own it. So there you go. <laughs> Wouldn't Fox be better? That
1: would be better than what we're having these days, to be honest. Yes, yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. And uh, 20th Century Fox, which is now a period piece, you should actually have a 20th Century Fox present the news. You can just dub him. Because basically an anchor person on any news channel, all they're doing is reading off an auto cue, So you don't need to see them. No one needs to see their anchor person. Sometimes they
1: rate it, though.
0: Well, sometimes. They can still do that. But you could just dub them over a a really good CGI 20th century fox. A fox in the 20th century. Wasn't that long ago. (laughs) It's not that hard to look it up. So, yeah, pre-millennial. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of you guys aren't used to hearing that. (laughs) But anyway, so we're moving on. Basically, I just think like the media itself is undoing its, its ritual now. I think everyone in the UK, as far as I know, everyone in the USA and the places that I have friends, basically California, all my friends are in California. They're on the West Coast. They're taking this lockdown immensely seriously. I had a theory. I had a theory because our death toll climbed up at the time of this recording to about 980. Death toll of 980 people today. But here's the thing. Most people aren't blending. Most people aren't connecting. There was a report saying 80% of people are going to have this virus by the end when it's all said and done in the UK. I'd just like to point out, I have a theory that most of this is catching in the hospitals. Highly contagious. Mm. You got it in a hospital. If you go in there for something like Mild case of sneezes. <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing. You could pick this thing up just being there in 20 seconds, mm-hmm. you know? So it, to me, it almost feels like the epicenter, which has been London classically. Yeah. You're just getting loads of people running in the same contagion areas. Mm-hmm. But to say to me that this is happening in parks and stuff around, like on a yacht, in a, in a yacht, as I like to say, in the middle of the English Channel which is a really boring tv network the english channel <laughs> the english um channel. <laughs> yeah so basically
1: <sighs> i
0: think it's a good argument saying that all these contagion ratings are because of people going in and out of a hospital mm. it's it is uh, it, it's a good point
1: well i recently read an article um on rt.com that i thought was really
0: what does rt mean
1: I think it stands for uh, Russia Russia Today.
0: Wow, they've taken Radio Times. Just... Well,
1: it's titled Nobody Knows Anything, right? And it's basically looking at how, like, it's really hard to compare each country's statistics because they gather data differently. So it's like it's comparing apples and oranges. So every time we, we turn on the news and we see the numbers, to me, it's just numbers, you know, but they're creating an equivalency well i i I
0: would say it's kind of like the mortality stock market right now because every country wants to have the most numbers seemingly their media loves to say we've had the worst numbers since whatever Mm. it's almost like and this is really interesting because this is a whole tangent it's almost like china started a trend so wuhan Basically, had a list of people affected by this thing, started a trend, and it set the market value at say 20,000 people. Subsequently, since then, everyone's been scrambling to get higher results. Italy's done pretty well. Spain's doing okay. You know, France is being a boom right now. England is basically—we love to say—we're the worst. Every week, we're the worst. Mm-hmm. America's going to eclipse everyone. Because, of course, the latest rhetoric in America is, oh, there's no one that's going to have as many uh, bodies as we are, you know. And yet no one's really focused on anything good. This is the equivalent of watching The Walking Dead. You don't quite know how it started. There is not really a solution. Uh, when's it going to end? Don't know. In season 10 at the moment. I gave up after season 7, I think, or 6, mm. don't know, uh, before Carl died. I, I remember Carl dying, but I'd given up around that time. It is literally ludicrous. It's like the mortality stock market. And if you go to Australia, just Google search all the countries you want to Google search Australia, they're going to claim theirs is going to be on a big spike. Yeah, It's really weird what Hong Kong's been like because Hong Kong's been locked down pretty much longer than any other country.
1: Yeah, since Chinese New Year.
0: Not in the same sense of lockdown. Let me just clarify that. Mm -hmm. Lockdown started with predominantly schools. Then recently, within a week... The last week or so, it's gone into social distancing for, for the first time. But all the kids have been back now since February, right? Back at home. This whole situation... Just to put clarity on people who don't have a clue about Hong Kong stats and numbers, because there's a lot of people here who miss the stock market. They work on Wall Street. They're listening to us right now and they need to do the mortality stock market. So it's really for you guys. Six people have died in Hong Kong and there's been 900 cases or something, maybe a thousand. There might right? be a
1: few more, but yeah. um, I mean, we've got a 1000
0: Let's just say around a thousand people have had it and survived it. Around six people have died from it thus far. There was a resurgence, a boom, a double boom to reinforce everything when people who were studying here, mostly Hong Kong locals, were going back.
1: Yeah, okay? when the schools closed here. When the school
0: shut down, right? So what you've got to look at is a place which has around circa sort of 8 million people in a very condensed space where there's apartment complexes. Most people live in those. Two meter distancing is almost impossible where buses have been running as normal i've been to hong kong personally and a flu epidemic in hong kong happens within a week everyone will have the flu in a week so someone's sneezing you pick something up you've got it yeah you go on a bus someone sneezes you got it okay (laughs) and just to give you guys a clarification of this that contagion rating is a lot more terrifying than even london london More people live in houses. It's a very spread out area. The area is actually a bigger land area in mass. You can hide from germs a bit better. So it makes me go back to my original point of saying this could be contagious literally at hospitals, at medical facilities, at care homes, but not outside of them. Mm. It makes no sense to me how we're all huddled up. We're in an intergalactic space station, but we're okay unless we brought it with us. But, you know, does it exist in space? Win and I'll tell you. Stay tuned, <laughs> folks. It could. Who knows? But basically, if you're in the countryside, if you're in a small town UK, or if you're in a village, I can't see how this is spreading. It makes literally no sense. Now, we said this last time, you know, controlling sort of <laughs> lockdown. Yeah, of course. OCD dream. Love it. Brilliant. Hong Kong needed that for years because so many people weren't really functioning on that understanding of hygiene Mm -hmm. and cleanliness. There was a lot of kids, a lot of the young and the really old, totally got it because of SARS, okay? But the kids are very good. When I say kids, teenagers, school kids, anyone in their uh, like mid-20s, even 30-year-olds pretty much have always been very respectful. You always see the face mask stuff, unless they're banned for protesting, whatever. Uh, You always see it. um korea same japan same yeah. we saw a lot of people being very respectful in japan japan is just to put this out there if any of you are listening from Tokyo right now or osaka or anywhere one of the most respectful places on earth everyone's always had the gloves on what driving yeah. taxis. it's always been very managed mm-hmm. and maintained so it begs the question how do you compare the numbers yeah crazy so it's it's very strange and the final thought just to end the coronavirus stuff before we talk everything easter there's a rhetoric who started at the start it's been backed up by loads of people in the medical community around the world that sars was ruled out at 25 degrees plus when summer hit sars died out very rapidly Mm. And they believe because this is a chain of SARS, this will go the same route. And we're seeing evidence that that's happening, especially in Spain, where the heat is now kicking into summer. Yeah. That's probably why the numbers are depleting. So it makes me ask the question, I hope the general public ask this question, listen to us around the world, ask your authorities, even write a letter to your senators in the USA, local government, if you're anywhere else, but literally say, well, surely the curve thing that you're all obsessed with is going to be dramatically affected by the fact that once we get hot enough, this should be dead. Mm. Shouldn't you guys be focusing on that rather than waiting for, say, death numbers to, you know, settle? It's almost like in a stock market, as I said. Mm. So, on that note, quick message from our sponsor. When you are literally watching the stock market or the mortality stock market, whatever stock market that you want to watch, especially on Easter Monday. If you're thinking, well, we got chocolate, but we need more, we need something more. Well there's no better place to get your Easter attire, apparel and everything else to cheer you up, to make people laugh when you're on your net conferencing calls and your little video chats and all of this stuff around the world, whatever you're doing. You want to wear something that keeps you giving people a smile on their face and the best place to go for that is teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash hobo baits. Where you can get hoodies, slouches, anything in between, t-shirts and stuff like this. Great line of stuff. Loads of stuff to get. Phase 2 coming at the end of the year. We've been told, who knows, things might have changed because of all this stuff, but hopefully Everything's going back to, I don't know, somewhat normal, especially in Asia. Go now for your Easter apparel to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash hobo bait. It's a great segue. Great segue for Easter. Easter. Now, a lot of people, usually at Easter, especially in in the UK, uh, they like to go on their summer holidays.
1: Okay. Summer?
0: Yeah. Summer holidays at Easter.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like you're... Summer holidays, but Easter. So it's your we Easter have been holidays.
1: Having really good weather. But it's the sure. summer.
0: Well, it's global warming. <laughs> Easter is, well, we are at the beginning of summer. Yeah. Originally, we said it was spring, but there's a lack of those. You can't hear them going boing, boing, boing. So basically, it's sort of Easter holiday. We'd have school holidays two weeks, yeah. classically. Okay. UK has that. I think the US has spring break, which might be just before, I forget this period of time but basically some people out that world right now are going to be like oh man we we can't go to the holidays that we wanted to go to wales being a very predominant part of that caravan trips to wales Mm. spain some spain some france italy all this stuff because weather is obviously getting better so europeans tend to go to different places very few spanish come to england for a reality check of worse weather and a lot of grass I'll stay to southern Spain and be on a beach and stuff like this. It's a very travel centric time.
1: Unless you're a student and it would be exam revision period. If you're in
0: Hong Kong, it would be basically summer school at Easter. <laughs> Easter school. But there are no exams,
1: so who yeah. knows? Well,
0: like I said, everyone's going to be looking at, hey, let's do our trip or go to cram school or do something. You got time off school. Families wanted to pick you up and move you out there and go to a summer holiday so in in easter i'm I'm keeping that as a thing, so your two week holiday summer holiday at easter it's your pre summer summer holiday because like I said, it really is the official start of summer right now, okay it's sad because you're at home now, nothing's changed. this is one of the weird things that we're finding with this whole situation is that you kind of wake up and you're just everything more or less feels normal. Everything's what you've seen in your house forever or whatever, however long you've lived there. But basically it's that whole, oh, well, we can't do that. And we can't go there and we can't do this. So what can we do? Because a lot of families are stranded. There are cases where say a father or a mother is basically stranded from her kids, even though they live in the same house because say they're still working. They're a key worker and they mm. still have to have that separation. One case where a guy was living in a caravan on site of his home and he had him and his daughter with him, but he couldn't see his five-year-old son and his wife because of this situation. He's out there working. She's stuck at home. You don't want to risk the kid's health and all this stuff. So there's loads of strange, weird things happening. Loads of cocktails of strange and weird things happening around the UK and the USA and the world everywhere. So how do you make this... Fun, you know, like you got Easter. What would your tradition be? You'd be out there going, I don't know, for a beach holiday or something like this. Maybe shopping, shopping holiday to Hong Kong or Japan or somewhere like this. If you yeah, people like to do to short further. trips. Yep, two weeks, mm. two week trips. Um, Japan,
1: Thailand, Korea. Very
0: good. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people from Hong Kong would be thinking about going to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. For the hotter weather, I don't know why. Uh, it's, it's not punishment enough that your weather's already hot enough, it's you gotta go to the hottest place in the world. You know, traveling to different stuff. Mm. Um, maybe a concert, maybe a festival started somewhere in the world, mm. and now you can't do it. Yeah. And you can't even see family. So if you're working, say single person, male, female, or anything in between, working in, say, the capital city of wherever you're from, Madrid, if you're in Spain, all right, and you're you're there working, but your family's saying the country boonie side maybe Basque, maybe, I don't know, somewhere out there in the north, south, whatever, you got a situation where there's that separation. So you'd usually go back, wouldn't you? Mm. This is your ultimate time to go back, maybe spend a few days, a weekend or whatever with your family. Now no one can do that. Your kids would all be grouped together. They'd possibly have their mates around from the neighborhood in their villages or whatever, Mm. looking for Easter eggs, doing something very Easter centric. I think you're going to be helped a lot with video conference calling, yeah. chats and stuff like this. A lot of people can just grab their phone and be in the garden talking, you know. It's very good for that. I think you have to be creative. As I said, going into this, looking for eggs in the supermarket is a really good activity because you ain't going to find any. There's very few actual eggs.
1: Yeah. yeah. Lots of chocolate eggs that aren't flying off the shelves. I mean,
0: case that well, was actually Sainsbury's. It's very strange to me, actually because we said this last time but Sainsbury's being one of the biggest supermarket chains mm. them and Tesco's arguably the two biggest and most used chains of supermarket in the UK the smaller one still a giant in its own right it's Morrison's mm. Morrison's has had everything Tesco's it's gone downhill basically if you've been in long enough the is kind, kind of, kind of plummeted a lot yeah Sainsbury's as you step back from say Waitrose which is hopefully and Marks and Spencer's which people in Hong Kong will know what that means in America basically you step down from Whole Foods okay so it's one step from Whole Foods I would say it's been really bad like the the management they'd won locally to us before we got up here on our intergalactic space station the management's been really bad mm. it's really weird how all of these things like some supermarkets just don't seem to have um a plan for what's mm-hmm. going on um some are more strict the spaces protocols are different it's very strange and i think that's what you use for easter what yeah. you do is you go out to any supermarket you hunt for eggs because there's no eggs okay <laughs> and then you gotta make games between the uh the social distancing so what i like to do is I like to approach it. So if your kids are looking for something to do and you can get to your supermarket and there's a in line, use the line like you're in Star Wars. There's a great scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi played by Ewan McGregor in a Phantom Menace. In the Phantom Menace, not the Phantom Menace. That's the Australian way of saying it. <laughs> in the, If you're listening to Australia, that made sense. Phantom Menace, wow. Phantom Menace. There's a bit where he's literally got this force field and there's Darth Maul in front of him and they have this face off. Okay, right. That's what you want to do. You want to stand in a line with one of your mates that you're not allowed to see but you're there on the same day. Arrange it with the parents. Make sure you get your parents to approve it. Go to the supermarket. One of you go dressed as Darth Maul. One of you goes dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi and then stand in the two meter gap and reenact that scene without killing each other and without touching each other. It's very hard to do. Either that or if you're more artistic Take up Mime. So you're basically trapped in that space in a box. Yeah. If you're a big fan of Pokemon, you can just be (laughs) Mr. Mime. You're trapped in a box. You can't get out of the box. So much fun. Okay? Yeah. Or play Hopscotch within the lines. It's just very creative. But you want to do that. And also, get one of your favorite Easter eggs. If you're at the supermarket, get one of your favorite ones. Say if you like the Mars Bar ones or the... 12s it's very different around the world we've all got our different things and we do our different things at easter but in england we get chocolate eggs predominantly no idea giant chocolate yeah i think they should do giant chocolate crucifixes honestly it would be more accurate giant chocolate crucifixes uh that'd be great (laughs) yeah yeah you could do (laughs) the the upside down ones just for the (laughs) other people uh but basically (laughs) inverted uh yeah why not so basically what it is is Get your favorite ones. To so say, if it's like Mars bar, like if you're in America, what what would you know? What would be more neutral than that? Like uh, Snickers. Yeah, Snickers, good. Yeah, same company here, but in the U- U.S. they don't have Mars bars. So get a Snickers Easter egg, right? Find a place. So that's what I want. Get your mate to get a Snickers Easter egg, and then he finds a place in that supermarket and stashes it behind it. And then gives you cryptic messages on his phone, you basically got an Easter egg hunt. That's how you use a supermarket. (laughs) You can't do that outside of a supermarket because of social distancing. If you are in a park and you're looking for interesting things to do in a park with the social distancing awareness and the fact that you can't group up and take and sort of abuse your rights, best thing to do, dress up like a giant rabbit, okay, hide behind a bush in a park, okay. And then get us a, a water pistol and then jump up and spray kids in the face. <laughs> it keeps them at a distance. You're the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Perfect. Unless you've got a criminal record, then don't go anywhere near kids at a park, please.
1: When you said about Certain kids in records. a park, I was just imagining all the kids, but in those big bubble things that you can run well, around. Well, that's in. another
0: thing. Why aren't that we could giving them? Really cool. See, that's the other thing. London. Could deal with this crisis by putting everyone in inflatable bubbles <laughs>
1: yeah, just go to around commute in the, to work. In the bubbles. Yeah.
0: There are so many ways you can make this whole social distancing a lot better. Mm. If you are someone that hires those bubbles, we've given you an, an idea because you can actually walk across ponds with that.
1: Business plan right there.
0: Yeah. So basically, we know from the biblical story, and there's a lot of people drawing parallels <laughs> to the Bible right now. One of the biggest ones, obviously, this is close to a very somber time in the bible where um a certain footballer from man city was executed uh gabriel jesus but basically like we knew that he could walk on water we were led to believe that now everyone didn't tell you the practicalities that of course he's not superhero he doesn't belong in the x-men he's not a prodigy of charles xavier because this was predating the x-men it could have been the inspiration for the x-men i'm not going to lie but, you know, there's a lot of parallels. Wolverine was obviously a disciple. He was probably Paul, Ringo, George, or John. There's lots of them. All named after Beatles. But basically, Jesus walked on water. And we know how he did it. In a bubble. Big inflatable bubble. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for something to do, invest in a big inflatable bubble. Okay, make sure you've had training because you don't want to, you know, suffocate or make it yourself <laughs> do it wrong. <laughs> And that's how you can meet and greet your neighbours without any problem of contagion.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah,
0: Either that or uh, get an astronaut suit. Because they're actually better than hazmat suits. We should know. We've got them if we ever want to go around our uh, intergalactic space station. But, you know, they're air-sealed, stuff like this. I think there's so much creativity that you can do on days like this. I actually think if all of this has basically blown over by mm-hmm. Halloween... Oh, there's some outrageous things you could do in Halloween. And I'll tell you a market that's particularly on that note, not really to do with Halloween, but it's on that note, a market that's really been hit hard in this is the escape room market. Mm. Right? So on the back end of this, you could have a contagion-themed escape room. Mm. It would actually be terrifying. So you're in it for five minutes doing your normal escape room stuff and then a mysterious spray enters your room.
1: Biohazard.
0: There you go. So uh, we're just trying to be creative this time. But I think, Easter, you, if you are creative and you have this distancing thing and you can't see your family because you can't escape where you're at, you could try and figure out something like, you know, my friends live close to me. A lot of people have friends that live close to them. You can literally get one of those bubbles. What a great idea that is. Social distancing—you're completely not contagious to anyone. If everyone in the world tomorrow was walking around like hamsters and wheels, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Oh, what a great world that would be! So, it's not all doom and gloom. You green. wouldn't
1: fit on the footpath though, so.
0: You could. You take half a hedge. It with depends you, that's how fine. big the footpath is. Well, they should is. make human-sized gerbil balls. Mm. That'd be good.
1: Well that basically is. No, that's of. an
0: inflatable one. But if you made it with mm. like, you know, carbon fiber. Mm. See, Lamborghini's is wasting their effort. They're making face masks for people. They should be making massive gerbil balls made out of carbon fiber. That's what they should be doing. With you could even have uh the rotating chair thing that they have for you know, astronaut checks. We had to go through it to get up to our intergalactic Obviously. space station. Yeah. Where are they checking a the G Force out? <laughs> By the way, G Force was named after the Australian who Discovered it. No one's ever, you know how we always talk about gravity? You know, we know how that was discovered. Yeah. Someone dropped something and thought that just dropped. G force, which is gravitational force.
1: It wasn't Apple.
0: It was actually, gravitational force was actually invented by an Australian. Because he went to space for the first time in his space training. And he went, ah, gee, the force of that and it was very very forceful and so you had different facts so on a scale of one to ten australian guy that went to space the first time what would you say that force was gee that force was around an eight i reckon G-force eight that's how it was created definitely
1: okay Yeah.
0: yeah and max speed was because it was a scottish guy on fire running really fast so it was max speed yeah It's all true facts. And then they create max speed turbo shavers, Mm, which actually shave at the same speed as normal hand shavers. (sighs) Yeah, they're not faster. Don't be everyone shouldn't be fooled by gimmicks, you know, like most of the news right now. (laughs) Stay safe. You gotta stay locked down, everyone. If only to have more things to complain about when all of this does reset. Stay safe, stay locked down. Enjoy your Easter. Be creative. It's all about creativity. You get through this stuff being creative. One thing I will say, when we were at school, I'm not sure if schools still do this, and it could be the reason we couldn't find an egg in a supermarket, but we used to do these things where we'd get real eggs and mm-hmm. actually make like a model using eggs, which had to feature egg in a word. For example, you'd have Indiana Jones-style boulder and then an Indiana Jones replica running away from the boulder.
1: Right.
0: And the Indiana Jones replica was mostly an egg with a face drawn on it, a little hat and what? boots and stuff like this. But a boulder was there, and it was like basically a still You set. make a
1: scene. But yeah, then yeah, make a set, uh, with scene
0: it. with models. And the egg has to be a feature in it, and you would call that egg Explorer. You see what I'm saying? We actually <laughs> did this. This was something we did in junior school
1: we we did something i mean i thought you were gonna say like you know egg painting which is what normal kids do
0: no i've never heard of that that's weird
1: <laughs> strange
0: and, and horrible that, that's also salmonella peanut. that's the salmonella hazard no i, I know what boiled you mean
1: eggs, yeah. i know what
0: you mean painting the shells yeah. yeah not actually painting with an egg no right okay or
1: or like Had to getting, clarify that. like somehow you can empty the egg without breaking it so you have like an empty shell and then you can make... All I'm saying, because
0: you're basically taking this where I didn't want it to go. <sighs> All I'm going to say is if you want something to do with your kids and there is that kind of separation, if you're, you know, your mom and dad divorced or whatever, there's so many weird and wonderful situations of living right now. If you want someone to occupy your kids, that was a brilliant thing. You can start that on Friday, you know, and go through Sunday. Of course, maybe that's why there is no eggs. Because everyone's buying them to do stuff with eggs. I don't know.
1: I um, thought everyone's just, like, making cakes. Because baking seems to be a big well, thing now I'm, everyone's it's, at home. It's
0: interesting, because Easter doesn't really associate to cakes classically.
1: No, I know, but I mean, like, because people are at home.
0: I said classically, but recently there are Easter cakes happening. Like, you'll have mini-egg decorated Cadbury's ones you can buy and stuff like this. Maybe yeah. people are doing stuff like that. There's also a lot of birthdays around this time.
1: Mm.
0: There's a lot of, you know, so it's a very unusual situation, but I think what we've just said, like if you want to do something different, there's so many creative things you can do. I'd remind kids that their imaginations can really solve this. You know, like you can still do fun stuff with your friends as long as you plan it with all your mates, you might've missed them. But if you have like a network where you can say, do this at the same time, a lot of kids, let's be honest, they're playing online video games. They're quite okay Mm. to be honest. But if they're really young, yeah, You get them involved in crafts and stuff like that, and that would be an amazing thing to do. You know, just review. There's so much stuff that you can find on crafting stuff or making toys or that having something. kind of, of interest. makes
1: me think of Art Attack.
0: Yeah, well, there's we, that, the yeah, that's, that's a kind of reject BBC show, no. if anyone wants oh, to know man. that. We sold to Australia and saw it when she was growing up. <laughs> but I'm just going to say, like, there's loads of stuff you can do. If you're of the older persuasion, I would say now is your time to really invest. There's a lot of people off work that have never invested in, say, video games and stuff like that. It's a really good opportunity to do that, especially with just a plug right now, because it recently came out, and this is why the Unicorn Slayer isn't with us this week. Final Fantasy VII was finally remade. It only took 20-odd years, but it was finally remade for a kind of more modern everything but it's really good like state-of-the-art good like jaw-droppingly good Mm. i won't ruin it for anyone who isn't playing it but it's kind of it's special that's all i can say it's like very very different and special and brilliant um that right now is very good it's a good headspace to be in Mm. There's a lot of stuff about gaming that can really be good for your headspace. The online gaming market's all competitive and crazy. And I guess anyone who's really into that hasn't seen any changes. But if you want story, immersion, etc., it's a really good escape.
1: Well, for the non-gamers, like there was a Final Fantasy series of shorts that are on YouTube. That was connected to the previous game. That was
0: 15. That yeah. was all of the episode stuff in 15.
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, I don't play it, but I thought the story was really moving. It's so very different. Each game it
0: has its own universe and mm-hmm. story and concept that they don't follow. The only thing they share is really minor themes and mechanics or characters. Sure. Final Fantasy Seven changed gaming in the 90s, like absolutely changed it, transformed it. It was a three-disc-based game playstation one we in the uk especially hadn't really had massive exposure to the japanese rpg market america had okay america had, had all of the final fantasies up to seven at that point we hadn't the closest we'd got was zelda legend of zelda this game was like super relevant to changing and transforming the entire market 3d characters etc just completely massive so the only thing it had was like the storytelling wasn't either translated right it just started getting very very obscure towards the back end of the game right. i gave up because as a kid i was just like i do not know what's going on whatsoever right. at this point point. and there was a lot of attempts to revive it they had movies about final fantasy 7 it's the icon mm. so in square enix's world it's basically their mario without it they wouldn't have things like Dragon Quest and stuff yeah. like that, which was also massively successful.
1: It's their flagship.
0: But it's their flagship. It's yeah. their moneymaker. And this thing has been done so much uh, care and attention. It was delayed from release, but it released literally Friday going into Easter. Mm. And if there's a bachelor or a bachelorette or someone like just wants to pick up something to completely occupy their mind, this will do it. Mm. Especially if you've just been laid off and you've got 80% of your paycheck. Just go for it. There's times like this where you want to do stuff like that. Now, of course, you can do the same with exercises, mm-hmm. things like this. But I think that psychologically, it's going to get harder to physically want to keep exercising when there's no people to talk to. There's no one like you can't have a personal trainer anymore unless they live with you, you well, know, they're or they're your best like buddy.
1: online sessions or whatever. Sure. You can do it with a, that partition. What yeah. I'm saying
0: is there's no interactivity. And no. over time, that could be a problem to a lot of people training i think this sort of stuff is a really good way of you know it's basically a move that you can interact with yeah but it's really kind of a very potentially brilliant topic because a lot of what final fantasy 7 is about is about similar to princess Mononoke. it's mm. about eco-terrorism right being the fact that this huge corporation sucking up all of the world's Material, mm. so to speak, and you're on the side of good trying to save the world, basically. You know? yeah. And right now, everyone needs to feel like they're saving the world, yeah. especially people in lockdown. Yeah. But it's a really amazing game from the huge benchmark that it set in the 90s. You'd think to yourself, there's no way they're going to get close to doing that again, right? And every Final Fantasy game subsequently is really just fandom, it's never really eclipsed that original seven release. Mm. They're always popular, but they're not Call of Duty popular, Mm. if that makes sense. This one, however, has had so much hype for so long. They released screenshots about five, six years ago when I was saying (laughs) this was a project. And it's only just come, they delayed the original release and it's literally just come out for this time. It's absolutely mind-blowing.
1: It's almost the perfect time for that to release. Well,
0: it's it's funny. I said it in wrestling terms last time, but basically when it's difficult for companies right now, especially gaming companies or entertainment companies, because they have a calendar schedule and they have to release to the date. It's easier if you're a guy with tons of money you don't have to care about it. Like, Mm. say, James Bond has been held back, Daniel Craig's final James Bond. Has been held back because it was meant to be out and they knew no one's gonna see it at cinema. To me, that makes the studio a bit greedy because what they're doing is they're holding it back to make all their proceeds back for that film, that cinematic release, because they just want to make massive profit. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we all know they'll make that profit if you get it digitally subscribed or yeah. buy a DVD or whatever. And re-release at the cinema. It used to be a thing in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd miss the release. say so Bats of the Future might not have released here. And then so we got the video first, and then basically it would re-release on the cinema.
1: Mm-hmm. There's so months many different later. channels for it to well, I mean, come out
0: on. You know, it's not a gamble. No. It's going to make its money back regardless. Most people are going to see it, even if it's at home or whatever. If you want to make the margin higher, make mm-hmm. it a premium margin, mm-hmm. sell it as the same cost as a cinema ticket, you make your money back. All right. At the moment, all was unilaterally around the world are losing money because no one's going to them. So it's not saving you money, you know. No. <laughs> so I just find that to be a greed thing. Whereas video games, they have to, they have an international curfew now. With digital streaming, there's a lot of people who probably aren't getting their physical copy. They probably right, yeah. pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. And they won't deliver in certain areas or whatever. You can just download this thing through the the Sony PlayStation Store very easily. On pre-order and stuff like this, to me, it's kind of like why I feel video games usually are less greedy than their cinematic counterpart, Mm. because they're going to release anyway. Yeah, they know it's going to be huge numbers. They know that downloading is a a lot less than, say, physical copy buying. Even still, in today's world, yeah, but you also got to understand that right now, if you're going to get any game that's the game to get right now like it's huge and so maybe this has been a huge download sensation i don't know i don't even know if it's playstation exclusive or if it's on uh, steam i'm not sure someone can answer me that they won't in the comments but yeah just basically all we're going to try and do we'll obviously bring up the relevant stuff of what's going on in the world it is doom and gloom it is depressing It's very difficult emotionally when you see sunny days outside and you just it's this is so counterintuitive to most human beings. Mm -hmm. But I think what we've got to do is we've got to show you happiness and light throughout all of this stuff. We'll try and give you suggestions of things that we can, you know, we would do uh, if we're still on Earth. Of course, we're we're not. And uh, there's a lot of people who are. I'm just going to wrap this episode up. They're going to ask me it's Easter. You know, do aliens celebrate Easter? Uh, we can't understand what they're saying, so us, we'll the aliens that keep going next to our intergalactic space station of my choosing, but I would believe they <laughs> We're don't. We're
1: keeping a distance. <laughs> I would believe they
0: don't. And whatever that says about your unilateral beliefs and faith and religion, I don't know, but if an alien doesn't believe in it, it might be a very human thing, and that's food for thought. But whoever you are and whatever you believe in, and however you celebrate in this time, if you can, with your family around you, play board games. We always say that. So many of them, like just dust off the old Monopoly and get it out and make everyone hate each other by the end of the day. Brilliant.
1: Card games are good too. Card
0: games are great. You know, all play Snap or uh, Pokemon, you know, whatever. But if you can, go out for walks, do all of the stuff that you were doing anyway, but just remind yourself that this is really a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a hard reset we all needed, but we will be back next week uh, with more aliens. I mean, things to say to you. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it for me. I'll hand it over to Win for the Record.
1: Subscribe to FIA Gets Tubed on YouTube for access to all Project FIA episodes and extras. As you know, you can find our podcast on all the major platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Ask us questions and drop us your comments via email. Our address is projectfia.rebelrated at gmail.com. And of course, we are also on Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA.